The future is coming. Make it brighter with Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a unique website. Showcase your work, blog or publish content, even sell products and services of all kind in just a few clicks. You can customize everything from look and feel to settings and products using beautiful templates created by world-class designers. And there is nothing to install, patch or upgrade ever. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code GRACE, G-R-A-C-E, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hello, Grace Helbig. Hi, Jack Ferry. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. Thank you. And welcome to everyone else to another episode of Not Too Deep. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How's your 2018? So 2018's going great so far. Um, we are recording this in the early part of the year, and yet it almost feels like summer outside. I feel like we've had six months of 2018 already, and it's been two weeks, maybe? Yeah, max? I know. So okay. we're like, we're, we're recording this episode in January so that we can get some episodes in the can. Um, for the for this new quote unquote season, and uh, I'm in, I'm really enjoying it so far. It's been so fun. We've also been um, kind of privileged to have just such great guests on so far. C- couldn't agree more. Really, really fun people. Uh, and obviously, this episode, Hazel Hayes is on, which unbelievable is, guest. I enjoy her so much that. And this is kind of this is a long episode because I could listen to her talk about anything and everything for hours and hours and hours on end. That's right. Um, So you get to enjoy an extra long episode of Not Too Deep uh, with Hazel Hayes. And also you get to listen to me trying to calm my fangirl heart the whole time because she's just so cool and seemingly has her shit together but also doesn't and that's what makes her so pure and wonderful yeah and she's very honest about about that and you know actually the first time i met hazel was with you because oh really the first time we went to uh london together was to record that was the first time i'd ever been to london was to make to do those london episodes of not too deep and she was at the YouTube space. Right. I vaguely remember meeting her That's there. That's when I met her for the first time. And, you know, she's part of that, like, friend group of Brits yeah. that I like to hang out with. And so since then, we became friends. And uh, it was, it's just, it's cool how, like, she keeps coming into our lives in yeah. these sort of serendipitous ways, which is something we kind of talk about in the interview. But anyway, she is just a damn delight. And she has a wonderful accent, which hilariously she needs to remind herself of when she yeah, talks to Americans. Yeah, I think we Americans. recorded uh, a little bit in the beginning where <laughs> she did. was literally listening to Saoirse Ronan beforehand because she wanted to familiarize herself with her own Irish accent beforehand. Yeah, she needed to remind herself what it sounds like to be so she could be Irish, So she could just... be her pure form of herself and it was really, really wonderful. So fantastic. So we'll get into that uh, in a little bit, but First, just to spread some positivity into both of our worlds and hopefully yours, it's time for We're Rooting For You. That's right. The segment where Jack and I highlight someone or something that we are rooting for this week. That's right. Would you like to go first or second, I would love to go first. Go for it. Tell me who you're rooting for. Right now, I am rooting for Robin Wright. Oh, okay. The actress. So I don't know uh, if you guys know this, but Robin Wright played the first lady in uh, uh, House of Cards. Okay. And uh, you guys have probably heard since then that because of everything that has been going on in our town, um, they had to remove Kevin Spacey from that show completely. Mm -hmm. So that show is coming back for one final season to close the story. Okay. And he's not going to be on the show, Mm -hmm. even though 
I'm not sure how they're going to handle that, having him not there at all. So she is now the only star of that show. And then when I heard that news, originally I was like, wow, that's going to be really tricky. But then I thought, if anybody can pull that off, it's Robin Wright. I've been a fan of hers since The Princess Bride <laughs> when she was, I don't know, when she made that movie. She was a teenager. I mean, she's such an incredible just tour de force. And I wanted to choose her on this episode with Hazel because there's another female tour de force. Yeah. And I thought, um, if anybody can pull this off, it's Robin Wright. And I know that there's probably a lot of pressure on her to close mm -hmm. out this show now. And a lot of eyes are going to be on her now there's, that Kevin Spacey is no longer on the show. It's also going to be a huge testament to the writers. I mean, I totally agree. I totally agree. They're going to have to have, uh, I mean, the writers on the, I am not familiar with House of Cards. I haven't watched it yet, but all I hear is how wonderful it is as a show, how the writing is so intense. It's and, superb. Yeah. And so it's when you have great actors paired with great writers, I think it's, a, you know, an unstoppable force. So I think that's a really cool and interesting thing to see happen is someone like her having to step up into this weird new space. And I think, you know, she's probably anxious about it because there's a lot of pressure on her to lead this thing into the sunset, into mm -hmm. its into its finale. And like I said, I think, um, you know, I I couldn't think of a better leader cool. to to take it. And so even though there's probably a lot of pressure on you, um, Ms. Robin Wright, I am rooting for you. That's awesome. Um, and makes me want to watch to catch up to the scene. Yeah, I mean, you should. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great show. And I, like I said, I think, um, I, I, I don't think we're going to be disappointed in the end. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Who are you rooting for, Grace? Well, speaking of inspiring leaders, yeah. I'm rooting for Cory Booker. Okay, yes. I okay, yes. Love as two New Jersey. Hell yeah. Born and bred humans. Absolutely. I... I stand Cory Booker so much. Yeah. It's bonkers. He's the U.S. Senator from New Jersey. He is smart, funny, outspoken, just commanding, intelligent, articulate, compassionate, empathetic. Like he's really saying it like it is right now, man. Uh, he has been so wonderfully and beautifully and elegantly outspoken in the best way possible right I agree. now. Yes, that I cannot fangirl enough about this human being also he follows me on twitter um wow but, okay cool. but he also follows ninety-two thousand other people so still you know, jersey pride i'll man. take I, he is so good he's just a good human you yeah. know when you see people that are in politics that just seem to have a really wonderfully grounded sense of morality yes uh, that's just present in them that you don't have to dig for yes it's just so refreshing which is weird it shouldn't be refreshing that should be common but it's so refreshing to see that he stands for what's right yes. and speaks out against what's wrong and he says the things that i'm thinking but in a much more intelligent and yes. articulate and political way that Ugh. i could never articulate the way that he does he's fucking fantastic he also knows how to use social media and he does it really well which yep. i think is truly important in politicians because that is the way to reach so many voices globally not even domestically i agree and he is doing it so well same with like elizabeth warren and all those that i i i just am a huge fan and i'm rooting for him and i think he has such great things 
potential to do amazing, amazing things for the country. And he's really like digging in and doing it. I agree. Uh, there's a lot of upside there. He's a young guy. He's energetic. And he's all of those things. And he's from New said. Jersey and it makes me so proud. I, I agree. <laughs> I like, completely agree. It's like one of those things where you're like, yay, he's from New Jersey. Hooray. We need someone because you and I are not waving the flag very well. <laughs> and I just am so just seeing someone that's so like politically powerful in all the right ways and has such great influence doing great things makes me very happy. I completely agree. Yeah, it's we don't talk about politics too much on this show. And I'm, I'm so glad that you brought him up because he's definitely been an inspiration for me. And he's been I, I don't talk about politics because I'm not well versed in politics. Mm -hmm. I don't know enough about it. And it's so polarizing unless you know every single thing about it yeah. to talk about. And he, in my opinion, is a politician, a senator that is really speaking to a younger generation and breaking it down in a way that makes it easy to understand, yes. doesn't make you feel like because I don't know anything about it, I shouldn't educate myself on it. Mm -hmm. He's really trying to target a younger generation and make them part of the movement that's happening, make them realize the power and influence that they have over government and the way that they can change the world that they're living in. And I'm just so elated by this human being. Yep. So I, I couldn't agree more. Speaking of elated. Uh, well, hang on. Before we move on, we should say. Sorry, I'm like out Cor of breath because I'm so excited. about Cor Cory Booker. <laughs> yeah. We are rooting for you. We are rooting for you. <laughs> uh, and speaking of people that make me this breathless because they elate me so much, it's time to talk to Hazel Hayes. That's right. Let's get into it. We'll be right back with Hazel Hayes on Not Too Deep. Not, not Too Deep. With Grace Heidbeck. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by our good buddies over at Squarespace. Are you ready to start your new business? Make it stand out with Squarespace with beautiful templates created by world-class designers. Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a new and unique website. Showcase your work blog or publish content or even sell products and services of all kinds in just a few clicks and you can customize everything from look and feel to settings and products and it's all optimized for mobile right out of the box so use squarespace's analytics to help you grow in real time there's nothing to install patch or upgrade ever though if you do have any questions squarespace's award-winning 24 7 customer support is there to help you guess what destiny is calling it says you need a new website so make it with squarespace head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code GRACE, my name, G-R-A-C-E, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com. Offer code GRACE. She's so fucking Irish. She believes in herself, so I was quite excited by that. I've technically gone to a Catholic primary school. And... Okay, I'm sorry. No, you can do this. This is your vocal warm-up. It was education wow have you ever had someone as a dessert no this, that's a first for our show i've never had someone and you assertia i've never had someone listen to her before a podcast just to make sure that your accent is correct um that's like me listening to an episode of Jersey Shore before this podcast yeah. to make sure that I'm I'm talking yeah. correctly. I gotta get I gotta get the situation on my phone real yeah. quick. Rawr, rawr. Are we are we, are we are Yeah, we, we're going, man. I'm doing it. Hazel Hayes is here. I'm so <laughs> stoked. It's unreal. You are a ray of sunshine wherever you go. I feel like, and the weirdest thing is like we've hung out very um passively. Yeah, at like yes. events, but I feel like I've hung out with you for a very long time. Like, I feel like we're long time friends. Isn't which... that, I also feel that way. We've not, we don't, we're yeah. not. We're not. <laughs> the 
it's just for that we are not long time friends. We barely know each other. But every time I see Weird. you, it's as if I'm seeing a long lost friend I that I haven't connected with in a while. I'm just like, how are you? I'm so happy to see you. I swear to God, everybody I said I was going to be on the podcast, they were like, have you not done that yet? Like right? I just, yeah. I just, I think in my head, I just assumed no, you had. I'm like, no, I, no. Well, we no. always run into each other. I ran into her randomly oh God, at a restaurant in New this, York. This is no, a great story. What? How? So I went to go meet. A, I was visiting New York. Okay. And so I went to go meet my friend. I've heard of her. Yeah, <laughs> She's a go, nice lady. I went to go meet my friend Dan to like catch up. He's like one of my old news buddies. Uh huh. So I go to this like. He's like, just go to this restaurant. It's pretty good. It's in the neighborhood where we work. I was like, fine. Mm-hmm. So I go. Wait, there. how long? Penelope, was this? by the way, it's called Penelope. Yeah. They do amazing pancakes. I like it. It's delicious. Yeah. Wait. Oh, I've heard of that place. Yeah. yeah it's in like the Lower East Side. It's on Lexington. It's no. It's like more Midtown. Like oh, okay. Lex. Never mind. So I go in there, and as I walk in, I'm looking for Dan, and then I spot Hazel, and she <laughs> spots me, and I'm like, "What?" We're both like, "What the fuck I are genu- you doing?" I stood up here? and went, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the whole restaurant just looks at me. I'm like, "Oh." That, that was probably too aggressive and for the perfect. situation. And it's very New York. And where yeah. I was like, how are you in town? And she's like, how are you in town? And so we're both <laughs> happened to be in town. We both yeah. happened to be in this That's restaurant. so weird. And of then, all the gin joints in all the world, Jack. And then she, uh, and then I was like, well, do you want to come to sleep no more with me tonight? I'm going to sleep no more. And then oh, she God. came to sleep no more with Wait, me. Wait, you went to, because Jack has been notoriously <laughs> fucking promoting yeah, sleep no length. more on this podcast. Uh, to be, yeah, Hazel... I've didn't drawn the lo- line. Did Hazel the didn't love it as much as I did. I had a fun time. But she's, <laughs> but she's not going back five additional times. I'm probably not going to go five. And you're not going to promote more. it every chance you get of no. airtime everywhere. <laughs> it was great. I ha- it was nice. It's a cool experience, right? I was also a little sick at the time. So I think I'd taken oh, a lot you? of painkillers. Uh, I mean, what's you, new? I'm oh, well, you sick. were also um, jet lagged, to be fair. Yeah, you had sick just and jet lagged. And really, yeah, I had literally just Oof. landed in, was getting some food and probably you were like, come to sleep no more, which is maybe the weirdest thing I could have done. That's the worst thing you could do. Yeah. I can imagine I've never done it and I have drawn a line in the sand that I don't want to do it. Because, oh, come on. No, I mean, maybe <laughs> at some point in the world, it'll be a different scenario. But I can imagine that if you are jet lagged and also physically sick, that would be the worst place to go. It was intense. Yeah, yeah. it's intense because it's... You have to <laughs> and you're voluntarily putting yourself there. So you're like, what are my choices? Why am I doing this? Just roll this? with it. I'm Now I'm wearing a mask and I'm in this place and I, I'm not going <laughs> to speak to any of these people. Okay, there's some naked folks. Sure. Yeah, like, like, I just I'm not the weirdest it. one here. I'm definitely not the weirdest <laughs> Oh, definitely not. Here. No. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, well, so yeah, so that, that just keeps happening, it seems. It does. We keep running into that. We do. I ran into Britney Snow today. What? Yeah. Wait, and you just did a, and a I, Pitch Perfect I interview. A, I did a, a tipsy, tipsy Talk, talk with her. Yeah, which if and, anyone doesn't know, can... Hazel has this whole series called <laughs> Tipsy Talk, which is one, genius, and two, perfect. Uh, and it's where just like she, myself. Yeah, exactly. Which is the logline for her YouTube channel. Uh, it's where she interviews people and you just get drunk and have a great conversation. Yeah. And so you did it with the cast of Pitch Perfect. I did. Recently, which I'm Anna Kendrick obsessed and i'm too afraid to like meet her she was very lovely and i liked her a lot (laughs) and i would never want to be on her bad side really yeah she seems intense but in a great way she's so fierce i'm like oh she knows she's got her shit together she has her shit together she's so tiny i saw her in person i know i've been in the same room with her but i it's one of those things where i'm like i can't i can't just go up and like introduce myself but so you ran into britney yeah so they were all lovely so i I was i was at wme which is my agency and i was just sat there and i looked up and it's britney snow and i'm like do you say anything to her like what do you do but i clocked her and she clocked me and we kind of went we did the thing where you just pointed at each other and she went you changed your hair 
<gasps> and I was like, oh my God, you remember that? That's insane. So she came over, we were chatting and I was like, thank you so much for that day. The interview was like, to be honest, the whole setup was kind of a shit show, but they made it amazing. Just yeah. the behind the scenes had been a mess and they were great. And yeah. And she was like, Anna just would not shut up about your body. And I was like, no, she did. She did mention what? that a few times. I saw that. Yeah. She was, was like, insane. you have an incredible body yeah, or something. And, body. and I was like, I'm, I'm like, I can die happy now. Anna Kendrick <laughs> has said some nice You're things like, about my figure. I got my reference letter from Anna Kendrick. Yeah. So. I'm put it on my good. Yeah, she was good. They were so, so lovely. It's so nice to meet people like that where you're like, oh, you're just a lovely, genuine human being. Right. And that's yeah. the hope. It's that weird phrase, don't meet your heroes, where you're like, do meet your heroes. They're generally when they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my question for you, because Tipsy Talk is, uh, in my opinion, a really great concept, but I can imagine that it can go wrong or that things <laughs> could go uh, awry yeah. in a lot of situations. Have you ever had a Tipsy Talk or what was your weirdest or most awkward tipsy talk? Or has there been one that has never made it to air? Because there's definitely been a My Drunk Kitchen that Hannah Mamrie and I shot that has never made it to air because it got bad. Really? You're just <laughs> oh. too drunk? It was too drunk and it it was bad. Yeah, it was yeah. A, a slop fest. <laughs> yeah, slop fest. Yeah. I love that. Um, have I had bad? Well, to be honest, the Pitch Perfect one was probably the worst in terms of coordination. I turned up and the cast who were there weren't the cast I was expecting. Oh, and the timing so of it had changed. Like, and, yeah, yeah, everything changed. Oh, and yeah, so it was, that was a really difficult one. Um, I feel like there's some people I just connect with less. Like either you get on board with my energy or you don't. And I try and accommodate it to people. Like Guillermo del Toro was like so serene and calm and spoke really slowly. Right. And so interesting. And so I kind of try to adjust to that. Daisy Ridley, I felt like was such an interesting, lovely, friendly woman. And yet her posture was quite, there was something a little cold about it where I think like when closed off, yeah, something. a little closed off that when you watch it back, it feels like Hazel's going all out being kind of shouting at her. And <laughs> yeah. Daisy's well, you're really just, just trying to, to like connect with her. Yeah. I'm just excited. Yeah. And I think so, so those ones kind of, sometimes I just have to really adjust myself for people, but for the most part, like. Yeah, like I think the thing that I've noticed most is that people are just people and everybody poops, as I say. Right. Um, which is the thing I say to calm myself down when I'm about to meet someone amazing. <laughs> I say everyone die. We're all going to die someday. We are all going to yeah. die someday and we all poop. It's like yeah. death and taxes. Death and poop. Um, <laughs> that's your new line of merch. There you go. <laughs> no, it's not. It's mine. I, you don't need the money. Either. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, generally people are just lovely and friendly and like mm-hmm. Amy Adams Margot Robbie Amy Schumer like yeah, Taika Waititi has been insane you've had all you, these insane you shot names with Margot Robbie. I shot with Margot Robbie and oh she was God. a beautiful lovely woman very friendly have Go you seen on. I Tanya? have I seen I Tanya? Yes, I'm looking I at it right down there I was gonna oh be like have you seen it's so it's so no, good hasn't watched it yet it's incredible it's her so, performance is stunning it's so good and Alison Janney in it as well oh the whole cast are incredible uh, Alison yeah, Janney's been amazing she's for amazing as long in everything. she's been yeah. Alison Janney but also, we shouldn't stop saying how amazing, amazing she is exactly but also yeah. the weirdest thing for Tanya Harding to be like oh the woman that portrayed my mother is winning awards this is so bizarre the that woman, must be yeah, so bizarre that's, that's there's difficult. layers of weirdness to the whole thing so but it's yeah. a great layers. movie but it's become this like you know the montage sequence where she's running around just like it's like the Rocky montage sequence chasing chickens but she's got like she's carrying bags yeah, yeah, yeah. that's been my inspiration for the past like, <laughs> month or two I've just that's been like well if, I, if Tanya could do it I can do it and I'm, all I'm doing is like bending in yoga but I'm like <laughs> she could do, I'm going to be a badass woman that's like so, her that's so funny that Tanya Harding is now like your uh, inspiration that particular montage is very inspirational Jack yeah, I'm not going to lie carrying all those logs Ooh. and like yeah all of it good for her she's really getting it but yeah you've had insane names that you've 
like sat yeah. down and talked to. And they've all been really refreshingly little. Like I wish I had these hilarious stories of like this person was awful. They weren't. Everybody's been they're pros, interesting in their own way. And like Taika Waititi got smashed, and like That's by the cool. end of it, the two of us were like, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Like <laughs> we were just we had no clue what we were doing. But he was lovely. And um, is there someone on your bucket list that you haven't interviewed ooh. yet that you're like? If the world was my oyster and I could choose whoever I wanted to have on my show without like any publicists or anything like yeah, that, yeah, there yeah. were like With loopholes. No, no, no boundaries. So many yeah. names come to mind, actually. Like who's like the... Well, co- okay. Ryan Gosling obviously, oh, well, obviously yeah. pops in first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For obvious re- reasons. You know, I'm sorry. No, what are the reasons? <laughs> he is a scholar. He's, a, he's oh, an intellect. He? Yeah. I didn't to be this. honest, I think he would be fun to talk to. Oh, I think so I think too. he'd be so smart. Yeah, interesting. Like, I think it would be an interesting conversation. And all the roles that he's played, like, he's chosen some really diverse roles. And I think that that's really, for someone so good looking, to try and veer out of that. Yeah, yeah. to try and do something a bit different. I think that's really interesting. So I think he'd be a great, great guest. Also, he has navigated this weird entertainment industry for so long Mm -hmm. that he must have such insider knowledge or just some, like, grounded sense of like rationale that would be interesting to hear yeah, yeah I, I think, think it's right. interesting both him and emma stone stay so grounded yeah. i'd mm-hmm. love to interview her as well she's yeah she's a bit of an icon as well yeah, oh, she's she would be amazing. for the same reasons i think you know she takes she takes these really interesting roles she's a wonderful actress and also in every interview she just seems like your best friend like she just she seems, seems like so a normal. real human yeah. yeah she seems lovely so yeah them Meryl Streep I would love to interview oh, yeah. that's like oh, I mean God. I would have I would have Carrie Fisher would have been my uh, top of my list yeah that, yeah. that would have been yeah. the number one but um yeah there's there's so many amazing people I did get to speak to Steven Spielberg but it wasn't like a one-on-one interview oh really so one day that would that would be amazing I heard he's very nice it. as well very lovely. Him and Tom Hanks came to speak to like a group of us. Oh, um, Tom Hanks, I've heard, Spice. is the greatest human that <laughs> so exists lovely. in the universe yeah. known today. They were both really great. We all just sat around on sofas and chatted about movies. And I asked um, Steven Spielberg, was he ever happy with like something he'd made? And he said, no, like, and as soon as you are, you stop. So wow. the key is to never be fully satisfied. Oh, uh, good. So I'm doing great. Yeah, we're all doing a really <laughs> yeah. good job. I made you feel really good about yeah. your life. Wow, I'm what a right great where I need question. to be. Was, thank you. It was good advice. <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah. thank you so much um, yeah no he was, it was really good advice he was just like yeah I mean obviously I'm proud of the stuff that I make but once you make it you put it out there you maybe watch it back once or twice but then you move on and yeah. sure. you aspire to do better and as soon as I as soon as I think I've told the perfect story I'll stop telling stories so I don't yeah. ever want to do as that as soon as I'm satisfied I'm oh, yeah. wow. retired yeah um, but I mean he's a amazing director and that's what you've moved into now because you've done a yeah, lot of content kinda. creation but now you've been directing a lot more and last time I talked to you I think you were talking more about like I want to direct mm-hmm. more how has that been for you because you directed uh rest in peace full screen platform SVOD, <laughs> all of that I've just done uh, a sign of the cross yeah. for anyone uh, yeah, so do you know what's the and you so you directed a film that was yeah, uh prank 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 me prank me yeah and you was that there. your first like <laughs> full like a uh, long narrative yeah, directing? That was, the fir- that was the biggest thing I've done. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I've been I've been writing and directing and even producing and editing everything kind of because you have to. You know, right. when you do YouTube, you kind of have to do all the jobs. And then as you are able to to bring on more crew, you do that. But um, I've been doing like 
short films and comedy sketches and little series and stuff like that for a couple of years now on YouTube. But that was the first biggie. That was like, right. it, it was basically as long as a feature film. It was like an eight episode series. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was called Prank Me. It was, I'm talking about it in the past tense, like it's dead. Like, <laughs> I know, it's sad, in memoriam right? Well, the reason, the reason I'm saying that is because full, full screen is no more. So Prank well, Me pla- is no pla- more. The platform is the no platform, more. The platform, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that hopefully it will find a home somewhere else. We're yeah, not sure I, exactly what's going to happen to I've it I've been yet. told they're trying trying to sell the project so they can at least be seen again because it really stinks it's sad that i tell people about it and i'm like i don't know where you can watch that like i can't yeah. i can't see my own show it's a really strange feeling but, but um, how was the process of directing that like such a, a bigger project than what you've been doing it was so like it was such good experience it yeah. was so eye-opening i think to the to entire thing I, I i haven't been sure what i wanted for a very long time mm-hmm. i think for a long time i thought i wanted to be an actress right um and i do enjoy acting but the more and more i've done this the more i've realized oh shit i'm a, I'm a writer yeah <laughs> and like my friends joke about it now to the point that it's like, <laughs> like jack oh, is no. like that moment when you were like i think i'm a writer and i was like yeah no i know we yeah. all know hazel oh, <laughs> why did no. it take you so long um and directing as well i love it i got the bug i think on prank me it really gave me the bug for being on set and leading the team and having a vision for something and then seeing it through well it was it, Paul Neefsey wrote the script and mm-hmm. then I kind of came in and worked on it with him and then directed but he trusted me so wholeheartedly to just to just hand that over to me and it was and with full screen as well and the production company Wildseed they they just kind of let me do this massive thing. So that's, it was terrifying. It was absolutely, it was so scary. It's that fake it so you make it mentality of like, Completely. I'm going to pretend that I know exactly what I'm yeah. doing. I'm taking on this thing that it's like so much bigger yeah. than I know. Yeah. The yeah. night before, this is a, this is a, this is a name drop and I'm going to sound like an asshole. I'm, I'm ready just to pick saying. it up. You got it. You got this. <laughs> Hands out. Um, so sometimes randomly, and I don't know why I talk to Edgar Wright on DM. Look, we don't know why this happens okay what? we got talking one time and now randomly we dm sometimes okay grace wasn't ready okay. grace wasn't ready i'm so jealous i'm no, obsessed it's not with a big, him it's not it's casual just sometimes right. we go on okay so, so you're, before, DM, you're dming so with edgar right yeah. the night before As i was do. about to direct prank me i was having a full-blown panic attack like yeah. i was like i can't do it i can't do it i can't be on set i can't do this oh my god everyone's sure. gonna look at me and they're gonna want answers and i don't know so i i I messaged him and I was like, do you always feel this way before you go on set? And he was like, yes, obviously, no matter what it is, of course you will. And he was like, but you get on set and you'll be fine and you will just do the job because you have to. And I was like, okay, yeah, Yeah, you figure it out. It was amazing. It was such good advice. I was like, I'll just panic now and then tomorrow I'll get on set and I will just have to do the job. And And he was right. He was totally right. And I, I imagine no matter what you're doing from whether it's a you know, an online platform series or it's a big budget film or whatever you're doing, you're always going to be afraid that first day. Yeah, I always think, and I, I, I think about fear a lot as a feeling that's like super <laughs> important. There's yeah, a sentence. Because yeah. I am afraid constantly in my life, yeah. every day, all day, uh, about this, that, or the other. And I feel like there's a different narrative about fear that can run in your brain. It's like fear is um, important and good because it means you care about something mm-hmm. enough to be afraid of making it bad. Yeah. And so that feeling, if you walked into a project that you're like not scared of, then that's, there's something to that that's a little off, right? That you yeah, don't, you care, don't about care enough to be scared. Mm-hmm. But so like fear is like a great, supposed to be their feeling yeah I think something. so and that's that's something I've really had to come to terms with with like not to totally lower the tone but like yeah. having an anxiety disorder yeah um 
to learn the difference between healthy fear and not healthy fear. Yeah. And that's really big. <laughs> someone, and I said this on the podcast before, and this like changed my brain. I think it was ASAP Science that said this that um, there's a different way in your brain to think about fear and anxiety that anxiety can be excitement. Mm-hmm. If you think about anxiety, yeah, it's like on the positive end of that spectrum, yeah. Yeah. right? That it's not necessarily fear or dread, but, but you're, it's, you're physiologically, it's identical, is what they I'm, say. My body is firing on all cylinders mm-hmm. because yes. I'm excited about this thing that I'm doing. And once you like reframe that in your brain, then there's a it diffuses a lot of the unnecessary, yeah. like the negative, yeah, yeah, around it. Which is to me, I was like, that's such a simple concept. That and blew seems my like, mind when they told us that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this is so simple, but yeah. this is so uh, also you just so forget important. it. Important, yeah. you just don't. I had a therapist say that to me years ago, and it, it really stuck that she was just like. Yeah, I mean, sometimes the things you're most afraid of are the most important things mm-hmm. to you. And you have to learn whether that fear is, whether it's a genuine, I am being faced with a tiger fear. Right, 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 <laughs> or right. Or whether it's... I'm facing my own so death. Run. Or, uh, yeah, maybe run. <laughs> or whether it's a pre-stage jitters kind of fear, where right. it's like a healthy, normal level of butterflies and excitement and apprehension. But ultimately, it's about a good thing that you just don't want to fuck up. Right. That's a different kind of thing. And so, yeah, you have to kind of reframe your brain around that, which is difficult to do. Easier said than done. So Constantly. much easier yeah. said than done. And when you're yeah. in that place, when you're really anxious about something, and I've literally had this the past few days, my anxiety's been worse than ever. And I'm like, when you're in that state of being really low and really afraid, your brain tells you you're always going to feel this way. Oh, yeah. This is your common response this is to it everything. Now. This is your life This is now. who we are now. Yeah. yeah We're is- just going to live in fear. You have no future. Everything is terrifying. Right. You're never going to come out of this. And we'll eventually die and it's yeah. all going to be fine, yeah. I guess. It's all going to wash <laughs> out at the end. Yeah. And then you come and then, you know, two hours later, you're sat watching TV and you're like, oh, okay. Hindsight's twenty twenty. When insane. you look back yeah. on how insane you've ever felt, like... <laughs> I moved out of New York and I've told Jack this before that like when I I lived there for five years and towards the end of it, I couldn't ride the subway anymore because I was getting panic attacks like crazy. I was Every, getting panic attacks in the subway too. Yeah, yeah. That it was, and it was so bizarre because like for four and a half years, yeah. totally fine riding the subway. And then your brain does this thing where Just it's switches. like- what what why mm-hmm. can't you connect to yeah. what we were doing before and then you just overanalyze and overanalyze and overanalyze yeah, and get the more you try it. to fight it the worse oh, it gets don't oh. fu- don't ever fight it right yeah. you have to sit with it and be like this is what i'm feeling right now i'm not going to die and i will eventually yeah. something yeah. will change it's like it's you like the thing right. you have to learn like is <laughs> it's the equivalent of like what's which which superman movie was it where there's an evil superman is it three it's, oh, it was a shit one. Either it, way, it was, it was one with Chris Reeves. But um, yeah, Mel saying it was three. It was a three. Awesome. Yeah. So there's this one who's of equal strength, equal intelligence, equal power. Everything is the exact same, and that's your anxiety. Like if you try and fight it, it's as intelligent as you because it's you. Right. Yeah. So there's no point trying to employ tactics. It will just get around you. Yeah. <laughs> you have to just. So accept that movie it. was so much more educational so than we all know. You didn't know. You didn't know. I was teaching uh, a lesson on <laughs> self help. <laughs> <laughs> It's a metaphor, guys. It's a metaphor. It's all about panic attacks. It's all Um, about that. Sorry, I just totally brought around to mental health for a while no, there. No, no, we're not supposed great. to get too deep. No, but speaking <laughs> of like uh, mental health, let's talk about drinking. Um, <laughs> what? Because uh, Tipsy Talk is like built into your brand yes. and you're Irish and all yes. of these wonderful things. <laughs> what was the first drink that you ever got drunk off oh, of? Oh, Jesus Christ. I went to my Are you going to be a stereotype right now? No, okay. it's, it's awful. It's shit. It's yes, so bad. I went to my us. sister-in-law's uh, <laughs> Hindu. 
And it was Wait, that Hindu? Hindu? A Hindu oh, is sorry, like a bachelorette party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. And, and bachelor parties are called a stag do, yeah? Yeah, stag do. Yeah. Oh, why do you guys make everything cuter? And we make it so dirty and <laughs> trashy. So filthy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like I was so much younger. I was the youngest kid. And so I was younger than everyone. But like my, my sisters and my sister and all my mother, everyone, they all went to town and I, I went out with them. And we did shots of tequila. Yeah. I was 14. <gasps> And I vomited a lot. But you were in good company. I was in great company. My mother took care of me. It was a great (laughs) night, but I have not had tequila since. Really? No, I can't. I cannot do it. It's like I'm back in Nam again, you know? It's like, (laughs) So you can't even have like a margarita? I hate margarita. I actually hate most alcohol. The only way I I can drink alcohol is if there's a lot of sugar in it. I don't think, I I am Irish through and through, but this is the only problem. But you're a wine girl, right? I am a wine girl. Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your go-to? Mus- Is it box? Moscato. Oh, it's oh, just sugar. You're like that Whoa. Nicki Minaj wine. You're like that Moscato <laughs> I guess wine. I mix it with some Coca-Cola. You're like that <laughs> I'm such a teenager. Like I can't, unless it's sugar, I can't wow. drink it. Oh, it's we should have so got you a sad. box of Arbor Mist. No, don't do that. I mean, she is drinking a Capri Sun right <laughs> I now. I am drinking so. a Capri Sun. A, I am a child. I just want to drink alcohol. And so you have to feed it to me intravenously through sugar. Right. Uh, that's perfect. Yeah. I, I don't hate on that at all whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, Jack, what's, your go-to is like whiskey or scotch, Yeah, right? I generally drink nice. bourbon. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Bourbon. I, just... I wish I, I drank adult drinks, you know? See, I'm a vodka <laughs> soda girl because I try nice. to get away from sugar because it gives me too much of a hangover the next day. I think that's probably why I have such bad hangovers. Yeah. Now that I think, now that you say <laughs> that. I don't know, man. I got I've some pretty bad hangovers on just straight bourbon. Really? So. Well, this month I'm not drinking at all. I'm doing dry January. <sighs> so I feel so fucking clear-headed right now and, and I'm doing that new show. So I'm like, maybe right. I'll just stick with awful. it like what mel did last year she was like didn't drink for like six months so i might be able to do that it's momentum as soon as you wow. get the momentum going then it's yeah. easy to go yeah, and if you're I, like, I can I? have if i decide to really commit myself to something i can i just don't see the. to be honest the thing the really funny thing is i have this brand of being this like wine aunt of youtube right which is fine <laughs> um and every single photo i have is a just a wine glass in my yeah, hand yeah, just yeah. cash and even like i went through, through oh my god there's do you remember the bunkers we were talking we talk about, about this last night. Mamrie and I were. I don't wait. Say, I don't know what the bunkers okay, are. Okay, so the bunkers were this yeah. award show. Jo- Join the world, uh, Jack. Okay. In London, it was hosted by uh, the brothers that sing Maynard. Uh, yeah, were they Con- Con- Connor? Yeah, Connor Maynard. Sorry. Yeah, and his brother. Yeah, it was hosted by them. Uh-huh. Mamrie and I went to them. This was Mamrie and I single, ready to mingle phase, uh-huh. and we we're like, we are doing all of it. Uh, and so we went to the Bonkas, but the, we also did a show in London when we were there. Uh-huh. Um, and we were just reminiscing about this last night, literally. Hazel won an award. She walks out holding her wine glass like fucking <laughs> Rihanna on stage, and. Mamrie just goes, and I've never seen Mamrie like clutch her pearls figuratively <laughs> ever about a person. And she just goes, she's perfect. <laughs> as she was going to accept her award. Amazing. Hazel just strolled up like she fucking knew this was going to happen <laughs> and was totally casual, put her wine glass on the podium Amazing. and started her speech. And Mame, I literally, it was, I was reacting to Mamer reacting to you so much. It was so, so perfect. But that to me is like, 
the quintessential brand of who you are. That's like, yeah. When I think about Hazel, I'm like <laughs> this moment of her on stage, just walking up, looking fucking gorgeous in a like evening gown, holding a glass of wine and going, thank you so much for this. Award. I don't mean a word of this. <laughs> You've named your awards the bonkers. And for that reason, no one gives Which a shit. Which sounds like bonkers. This is a piece yeah. of yeah. polystyrene that you've, that you've spray painted and put a sticker on. It was, but also it was an award show. It was so unclear. Was and then they, we, they get you in there and the entire theater, they had sold tickets for fans to be in the theater. Uh, so the whole theater, the theater is not very big. So it's like a hundred of us like sitting front and center up front. And mm-hmm. it's very obvious who's going to win things. Maybe we're never there presenting because we happen to be in town. Sure. Um, and then the rest of the theater is just not so like Alfie Zoella fan crazy fandom that sure. are screaming as you're getting sat in your seats mm-hmm. trying to take photos. It was the weirdest. It was scenario. a very bizarre experience. Yeah, it was just for the record. I wasn't expecting to win, and I didn't no, give I know. a shit. That's we knew it's that because you were a little and bit that wine. Is, that is the brand. Like yeah. the, I, I knew what was I was perfect. doing because that's how people see me. But I don't drink that much. That's the funny thing. Is like everyone sees me as this. That's what Hannah does thing. too. Yeah, dirty yeah, little secret. Really, Hannah doesn't drink that much either. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny. Like we just, it's kind more, of become it's my more thing. more my buzzed kitchen yeah. now. Like w- once in a while, I was sat yesterday <laughs> on my sofa with a wine glass in hand in my particular pose that I do. Yeah. Banging on about how much I hate Disneyland. And Dodie just like <laughs> surreptitiously starts filming me and posting on this. She's like, I'm sorry. She's in that moment. You were quintessential Hazel. And I was like, yeah, okay, fine. Sometimes I slip into it. But like for the most so part. So on brand. Yeah. Like when we began this podcast and you were like, Hazel's a ray of sunshine. I was like what no one has ever fucking described me you are in my mind i'm like you are a darling angel from heaven you do a great job of hiding all your demons so (laughs) congrats (laughs) wow thanks because i think they're up here with me in the driver's seat all the time that's what makes you so pure like she's exactly who she is but the no that was like such a quintessential moment that i'm it's so funny that we were just thank you i didn't know i had had such an impact on you and and mamery in that moment thank you no mamery was like she's a bad exists somewhere there's a video on youtube of hazel accepting a bongo award i, I don't know where it is but it's it's, it's there somewhere it's it's the it weirdest award show of all time it and i'm glad so that we're bizarre. reminiscing so that we can uh, admit that it existed because for a while we're like did that happen what Sounds just happened? was it a, was it a fever gl- dream i, I don't know. Yeah. no don't be mm. it was the one and only one they're not doing it again obviously yeah i don't i who knows i thought buffer <laughs> fest was the one and done and that's... i thought th- i love buffer oh Buffer's you do my most favorite thing it's so great that's and great had, and i won an award last year that meant something to me at that because i was that's like this great. is for the series that as i made that i really award, yeah. as a filmmaking sure. award yeah. it's like for directing i was like well this this means a lot yeah. to me yeah um but yeah the bunkers were lols where you- <laughs> 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 that's the best way to wrap yeah. that up uh but where are you focusing your attention now creatively are you trying to do stuff on your youtube channel is kind of like here and there whenever you mm-hmm. want to but now you're focusing on like bigger projects more like traditional directing yeah, it's a bit of everything i think i've just i really have fallen into writing in the past year or so that's great it's it's weird because i like god I, bless i always thank you i always wrote i was that kid in school who like enjoyed writing my english essays yeah wow. and i know that like? it was nice because <laughs> i hated everything else and i can't add numbers um <laughs> i would have been an astronaut except i'm really lazy 
Lindsay and I can't do maths, which I think are the only two things you need. <laughs> I, would, but, I um, just wanted to go to space. I can't fair. multiply. I'm that's so sorry. Fair. Yeah, so forget it. You're yeah. out. I just want zero gravity. But my thighs are quite large. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so I, I did that. I did, a, I did a degree in journalism. I did like two years at the Irish Writer Center learning, like uh, doing short stories and personal essays. I always loved it. And for some stupid reason in my head, I never equated that to like well maybe you should write movies or write things oh wow so I kind of kept doing it as a hobby and then fell into YouTube made videos blah 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 thought thought I wanted to do acting and so what I was doing was writing roles for myself because there's no roles there's no right. interesting female roles right there's nothing that's complex and normal to what your experience to in what the world I want is. Yeah, yeah to what my experiences were to what I wanted to play and so I was just making stuff as a platform as a vehicle for me to be able yeah. to act and then in the process was like oh shit I quite like writing and directing this stuff actually yeah um and then yeah in the past sort of year or two it's segued off of YouTube and I've I got myself an agent and he's wonderful and working with the like the community in the UK are all so amazing just being surrounded by people who love film so much and are so passionate that's awesome um yeah I've just started writing a whole bunch and I've written like so much like I'm working on a uh I'm doing a comedy series that's been optioned it's a sitcom which is based it's called Hot Mess which I did a proof of concept for on my yeah, channel yeah. a long time ago um so that's kind of still in the work still redrafting and redrafting the pilot and hoping to get that picked up I'm working on a sci-fi series with my co-writer Paul Neefsey we're also working on a couple of features all kind of sci-fi horror um I'm talking that's, to is different sci-fi companies something that crazy. you're like really into yeah yeah yes from have you watched the ago. first episode of Black Mirror uh, season four? USS Callister. Yes, yeah. I have. Do you, want to, do you want to do a whole podcast on USS I Callister? Because I can do that. I'm going to have to step <laughs> out. No. So good. I'm going to have to step I out. Loved I haven't it. seen it yet. Uh, yeah, no spoilers, uh, no but spoilers. it's really great. Uh, well, I mean, I'm a Trekkie. Like, I grew up on Star Trek. Oh, okay, and, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, God, watching that was just like a slice it of just home. fed it your soul so, it's just good sci-fi but also based on something that i that i've always loved and they did it so well and they used the tropes also in such an commentary way. on digital yes, world so completely. many layers so many layers yeah. i would i for me that was like the perfect pilot for a series i would yeah. watch that series i would watch the hell out of it so um, with you. yeah so i love black mirror i love sci-fi like that's my bread and butter um less so horror and yet there's just this kind of dark side of me that like I have these horrible nightmares and stuff and I just channel them into scripts it's wow. great I mean that's probably the you. best yeah thing. my my brain is just a horror making machine I don't really watch a lot of horror but it's but that's probably the, you're watching them at I'm night I'm watching them yeah. behind my eyes that's probably the best and healthiest way to recycle horror nightmares I guess yeah than to just live with them silently by yourself <laughs> I'm gonna, I just imagine that alternate reality where I do that. That's horrible. Where I just keep um, it to myself rather than like, maybe I should make this into art and get it out of I my guess. brain. It is. It's quite cathartic. I did I did a short film called Dementia a few years ago, which was in conjunction with like Legendary and YouTube. And I got to talk to Guillermo del Toro after that, actually, which wow. was fucking insane. Um, but yeah, that was there's a few scenes in that that are straight out of nightmares that I've had wow. um, and my best friend Dan has not seen it he's too afraid um, <laughs> he's like this is gonna be like, too I close to home I can't do it yeah um, too real so there's a lot of a lot of my friends haven't seen some of my stuff because they're just they don't want too it. scary like, they, it's too scary for them but yeah I think yeah sci-fi and horror are kind of there in my veins but also comedy and also weirdly it's either that or it's very grounded real life stuff about love and heartbreak and uh, loss and grief and friendship yeah. and you know those those things kind of come quite naturally too so I've well I, I keep announcing this but I haven't fully announced it. you're I've, writing a book I'm writing a book yeah I was but, gonna ask but you no one this. wants the book yet I'm just I'm just writing a book <laughs> <laughs> for 
for me. It should be for you at the end yeah. of the day, regardless of whether anyone buys it, reads it, anything. Well, this is it. I just started writing. I just, I had a story to tell um, and I just started writing. And the next thing I had a first chapter and then I did a second one and now I've gone to my literary agent. They've been like, okay, we're going to go out and pitch That's this and fantastic. see if it can get commission. So yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it, it's, I'm happy that this is where it's at for me now. Even if it doesn't get picked up right now, I'm just going to keep writing it. What's and- the genre concept? It's love, so, heartbreak. working title is Out of Love. Okay. Um, it's a relationship in reverse. Okay. So it's sort of slightly 500 days, uh, eternal sunshine kind of Is vibe. it nonfiction? It's fiction. It's fiction. Okay. Got um, it. Mm-hmm. I just winked. Okay. Yeah. No, I got um, it. No, it is fiction. No, no, the it microphone picked up the wink. We it's got quite, it. It's quite, <laughs> it's like based on my life experiences, but very heavily fictionalized. Got it. Um, and it begins with a breakup and then works backwards through a relationship through kind of vignettes of their life together cool. back to when they met and they seemed so perfect. For right, each right, other. right. So it's quite That's bittersweet. Cool. Very and cool. Yeah. I just got chills. Oh, no way. To you. Yeah. Listening Good. to you talk about it. That's like, because I just rewatched Eternal Sunshine like a oh, few months ago for movie. the first time. So amazing. Oh, it's so good. So amazing. It's, it's so good. I keep coming back made. to it. I just keep coming back to it's it. It's really, stunning. And I listened to a podcast that Mark Ruffalo was on uh, and they asked him like, what are your five top movies of all time? Yeah. And he, even though he's in, he's like, I know this is weird, but Eternal Sunshine, even though I'm in it, is like, one That's of the best fair. movies ever. Yeah. It would be in my list too. It's I mean, so Michelle good. Gondry just directed the hell out of it. That's it's so, and I think that's what I mean when I say like I love sci-fi and I love horror, but also grounded stories based on love and friendship. I think you can merge those, yeah. and that's the perfect example of like taking two genres. Oh my god, The Shape of Water does that so. I haven't seen it yet. Well. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. I won't give no spoilers, list. but it's like this beautiful blend of nostalgic kind of seventies B movie with yeah. musical and romance. And, Ooh, yeah, it's it. so great. So I, that's kind of what I want to lean into is. Just just picking all sorts of different genres and stuff that speaks to you and yeah. stuff that I guess a human being will sit and watch and feel yeah. something about and feel whether, connected yeah, to yeah and be surprised by the connectivity that they have yeah to it. I think I want them to kind of come away and that that's what I hope with all my work is that people go into it and then come out going huh like that's not yeah. fully what I expected but I really connected with it or I, it made me feel something that's all I want to do is tell stories that make people feel something that's awesome um can't spe- argue with that right and speaking of feeling things um we are <laughs> i going- love your segues by yeah. the way can i just say <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break uh and hopefully you feel the passion in this ad break that we're about to take <laughs> i really be influenced by the passion behind this uh this next ad break and then we'll be back with questions from you guys for hazel hayes a more of not too deep coming up in just a second after this amazing commercial block not- Hi friends, Grace Helbig here from the podcast that you're listening to, Not Too Deep with Grace Helbig. I got a quick favor that I would love for you to participate in, but you have free will so you can do whatever you want. It would be so wonderful for you beautiful listeners to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It really helps new audiences see what kind of dumb, fun stuff we're doing over here and check it out for the first time. Also, please make sure that you go to nottodeep.com. We have a website. If you didn't know, now you know. Your life is different now in some regards. And on the website, it has the links to everywhere that you can listen, SoundCloud, iTunes, and guess what? A brand new YouTube channel. That's right, on the website, Not Too Deep. It'll link you to our brand new YouTube channel. So if it's easier for you to listen over there, we've got episodes uploaded weekly there. Make sure that you can subscribe to the podcast there too. It's really, you know, you have no excuse not to listen. 
other than you just not enjoying it on any sort of like entertainment level, that's fine. We'll talk offline about that. In the meantime, make sure you go rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. Check out nottodeep.com and subscribe to our new YouTube channel. Back to the podcast. Take it away, Grace Telbig and Jack Ferry. I like hearing my voice in this. I want this yeah. to be how I hear my voice. This That's what forever. I say all the time that it's wonderful to wear the headphones because you have yeah. never sounded more important or <laughs> in your life or that every story you tell is very like uh, it's just meaningful. grounded. Exactly. These are, meaningful. these are very expensive microphones, but we realized very early on they were very worth the investment <laughs> You've because mentioned. they make you sound so <laughs> good. Are these expensive? You haven't. They're expensive. The mics. Yeah. Okay. Are you making a joke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you said Jack, several times. Have you, I? you don't say microphone without expensive before it. <laughs> oh, when really? you describe these. Attached to it now. Do I also, do oh, I my. sound Irish enough is the question. Yes. Do you need to, le- do you listen, need to, to listen to... Cersei? How do I say her name? Sersha. Sersha. Yeah. Cersei. Cersei uh, Lannister. Cersei. You need to listen to Cersei Lannister. <laughs> Wait, who, um, who uh, announced her at the Golden Globes and said her name like entirely wrong? I didn't know about that. There was Did they a- call her Adina Menzel? <laughs> basically. They basically it was the red headed girl, um, Jessica Chastain. Oh uh, wow. And she what? really I missed that. Yeah. There yeah, was a, a there's a lot of other Suarez. things. What did she call her? Uh, something, but there's a there's a lot of other it's dialogue a, It is about a difficult the- name. It's not spelled the way that it's pronounced. Right. As, as is the case with all uh, It was names, the Golden Globes the that fun. taught me how to say her name because I had no it's idea. It's really not how difficult. Sasha. Sersha. Yeah, go. but it's not spelled that way, so I wouldn't have known. Sersha. It wasn't until people said no, but yeah, it that no, I, that no, I, no, I know. Okay. Yeah. Phonetically, if they could spell her name that. Um, okay, speaking of like spelling things correctly, oh, let's God. talk about spaghetti. We're doing uh, a spelling bee. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, we now we're going to have you do multiplication bees, tables. Spelling bees are the most adorable thing in the whole world, and we do not have them where I'm from. And really? I like them. I the, just wanted to say that. I just well, wanted to say it here first. They're adorable until they get not adorable, because I feel like we've turned what is oh. a pure competition into something that has become like national scale of kids yeah, like competing on such a like <laughs> sincere like, level yeah. that's like we just cannot be fucking chill early it's days impossible anxiety, for us to be is. chill yeah, let's make it a competition yeah but exactly like they'll fight the death <laughs> yeah i know let's take children that have high anxiety and put them in like a higher anxiety platform <laughs> yeah. for a competition that doesn't really matter yeah, and the televise grand- it yeah. yeah and just Good. make them like fight or flight deal with it <laughs> uh okay here are the two questions before we get into twitter questions that i ask every single guest in the podcast and the first is who alive or dead would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at i feel like you have an answer in your brain but you're gonna give me a, a very politically correct answer. <laughs> i feel like you have a very specific answer on oh a personal level in your head <laughs> that i watched float through your eyeballs and now that was you're magical reconsidering <laughs> who is the public answer that you want to get to oh this my i love that all of that existed on my face and that you saw yeah it. i watched a full movie i have a in your fucking eyes. problem guys. i get this a lot i cannot keep my thoughts off of my face no, and everyone sees everything so, that- no it was so subtle but i felt like oh, uh, God. i was watching a computer screen that was buffering for a second and it just froze and you were like <laughs> what Wow. Is everyone just saying Trump though is the problem? A lot of people yeah, say we get Trump. That a lot. Um which that is like Betty a- DeVos lady. Is that oh. her name? Betsy. Betsy. Betsy yeah. DeVos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you can she's, piss off. She's the Betsy. worst too. Betsy. That's even worse than Betty. Yeah. Horrible, horrible yeah. woman. Yeah. She can just Yeah. Get some there cold spaghetti. Go. Yeah. There you you go. don't care about children's education at all. 
uh, Betsy. She says, who knows what she actually cares about? Yeah. Um, Money. I think, yeah. No, there you go. There, you <laughs> go. there we have it. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, okay. I got really angry about her just yep. for a second. No, hey, man, I'm with you. I have yeah. to like, t- I have to them. like force, I have to force myself to like tone down the political bullshit on my yeah. Twitter feed just because I, I, I'm like, I'm just like, okay, enough already with oh, this. I'm but sometimes telling. I just like, I can't, I have to say something. Yeah. yeah. And the next thing I know, I've done like eight political tweets a you day. You don't need to tone yourself dying. Just do it. Just I just think it. at a certain point, I'm like, yeah. all right, enough. Come on, dude. Let's talk about something else <laughs> besides cathartic. how much you hate our government. It's cathartic. It's a platform to get your voice out there sure. and to say what you... But that's a great answer. And that we haven't yeah. gotten Betsy DeVos Good. yet. Yeah, so. we haven't gotten her yet. I lump them all in as the same just conglomerate of shitheads, to be oh. honest. But let's yeah. let's pick her out specifically today. Yeah. Okay. Done and done. Good. Okay, the other question <laughs> I ask every guest is tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call, but you can only use three words or three small phrases. So mine is college jogging front lawn. <laughs> <laughs> all right ready uh, you know what's really funny yes i've 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 never but see i've never even worried i've never even it can also be like a pants pissing story where it's like close call have you ever had a close call bathroom emergency yeah bathroom scenario okay yeah (laughs) you can also make one up we'll never know we'll go with okay skirt Mm-hmm. Summer squirrels. The alliteration is alive and well. Wow, it's almost a po- poem. Yeah, that is it's a like a Ruby Cower poem. Yeah. yeah, that's really beautiful. Um, I thought it was going to begin with Hindu. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, no follow up questions. So now we're going to get into. Uh, oh, before we get into our Twitter questions, we have a segment called This is Curious, which yes. is basically we find something that you've posted online um, that doesn't point. fully make sense to us. It's, <laughs> it's kind of curious. And it's, so we'd love. I love the segment, but I've just realized it in the context of me. And now I'm worried. Uh, no, yep. it's okay. It's Good. totally safe. But we found something that you've posted um, that we just want some backstory <laughs> to. This is oh, from dear. April. Uh, 28th, uh, 2013, yeah. um, all caps, close your mouth, Batman. Yeah. Exclamation point. Six likes, two retweets. <laughs> it was at 1.25 Ooh. p.m. Yeah. Yeah, this is curious. It's, this wasn't at one twenty-five p.m. It probably looks it for you because oh, you're yeah, answering plus eight, oh. plus eight hours. So this, this is would have like been at three... nine twenty-five p.m. Okay, at, at around the time I probably would have been sat at home uh-huh. watching. I'm going to say specifically the Dark Knight Rises <laughs> of the trilogy. It would okay. have been that one. Okay, right. not because I prefer that one, right? But because the, it was the, on. the man I was dating at the time that is his favorite of the Batman trilogy, which okay. by what? the way should have been a massive fucking red flag. <laughs> <laughs> I should have left him on the ground without that alone. <laughs> Rises, really? That's 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 oh, insane. God. Did you see Heath Ledger in the No? Okay, yeah. great. Um Yeah, Batman uh what so this is, is a this is a director's note <laughs> this is to director's the actor <laughs> Batman to to Christian Bale. Uh-huh. Mm. From the future to the past. Yeah. To tell him that after he says a line, uh-huh. he needs to close his fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and had I been on set with Chris Nolan, I'd have been like, "Listen, Chris, come here and I tell you, you've got to get, you've got to get Christian to close his fucking mouth. It's, it's devastating. Like he breathes, he can't breathe through the nose thing. So there's just oh, this constant. So he has a there's breather. a mouth breather. Yeah, he talks and then goes. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> 
And it's so frustrating. I can't watch it anymore without seeing it. It's, the Rises is the worst of the culprits for it as well. well I've only seen I'm, it once, no desire to see it again. That's, yeah. I'm glad this tweet from uh, almost five years ago brought you right back to a I'm, very I'm so specific... happy you knew exactly I, what was going yeah, through your mind. I'm so happy this was something I could explain for you. <laughs> I'm genuinely delighted. So yeah, you were already in your director training back then. I guess. It's perfect. Okay, now let's get to some Twitter questions because we have a lot oh um, i'm so, by the way i never have fun or intelligent answers to anything so do you know what the title of this podcast is <laughs> i do i know it's just they won't everyone wants like quick fire like funny be funny i'm like i'm not no these are you can be whatever okay. you want with these questions because some of them who knows it's a gamut gambit gambit is that the right word? it runs the gamut it's a gamut and it's all a gambit What's the difference between gambit and gambit? Oh, so running the gamut means it's a full spectrum, and gambit is a gambit is, is a, like, is a, like a bell. Bell. literally is rolling her eyes at you explaining. What? That. I don't think that's. <laughs> wow! Way to undercut think, me, I producer. Just Are you not talking about a gauntlet? Yeah, is it? Gauntlet? I don't think a gambit. No, no is running a... the gambit. It runs really? the gamut. Like if it runs the gamut, is like it runs it runs the full today. spectrum. Right. G a m e t. And then the gamut. gambit is gambit is a like is a wager. Like a bet. Okay. Well, regardless, like this is a this is a, this, is, this is a risk. <laughs> this was the worst introduction to a segment ever. I would just she, like to say, we're, listen, we're, we're ladies, I can I can I can leave if you'd like. I'm we sorry. Are, <laughs> we're, we're workshopping how to introduce our segments. Here on LTG. Um, we're just, okay. We're four years into the podcast, still rough around just, the edges. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get it one of these days. Yeah, <laughs> uh, okay, this first question is from Harmon. I see DJH. Good. How many toes does a camel have if it has a camel toe? What oh. a riddle. What <laughs> a riddle. Yeah, this came from the Sphinx. I would imagine if a camel had camel toe, it would still have the same amount of toes. Perfect. I told you these wouldn't be fun. <laughs> Specifically okay, <here's> said. <laughs> I fucking warned you. <laughs> I specifically said these That's weren't going to be fun. The problem is I'm so logical that no. I will just answer with logic. And That's perfect. That's what's happening. Okay, here's an actual great question. Krusty McSponge wants nice to know. Name. <laughs> Do redheads have more fun? Because you recently dyed your hair red. I Are did. you a natural redhead? No one knows anymore, Grace, what yep. my natural hair color is. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, the hair on my head is dyed and the rest is waxed, so we don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> by the way, can I just say, on waxing, please, please. go on. No, Jack, get out of here. <laughs> I can stay. This is for all the family. There is something eternally soothing about a woman pouring hot wax on your ass. Wow. Mel's right. nodding. She yeah. knows. That's a specific sentiment. There's a lovely feeling to that. It's okay. not sexual. It's right. just like comforting. Wow. That's nice. I've watched uh, my only experience with a hot wax being poured on someone is Enrique Iglesias music videos. And so That's a different kind different. of wax. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was my high school experience. If they're pouring and I was like, candle wax on you. That's, <laughs> that's a very different thing. No. Yeah. That's my only experience. Okay. Um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Crusty McSponge. Um, I've been ha I've been having a lot of fun. Oh my god! Um, so today, a very friendly homeless man passed uh -huh. me in the street, and he said, "You're the most beautiful redhead I've seen all year." And he walked off. <laughs> Is he from New York? He was. Wow. That was his accent. Wow, that's that was 
the very, very specific. unique and like yeah. specific compliment that happened today and i was like thank you sir but also i was reading your twitter <laughs> you had an experience with an uber driver yesterday oh my god i did great tell Wait, me what about happened? this no, that sounds weird that's not it's not weird it was a beautiful no, experience we have a- crazy uber stories on this show no yeah. but it was like a beautiful experience oh. it was a saga a journey mm-hmm. oh, i it. was reading about this so your la experience in the last week has <laughs> had a lot of color to it but <laughs> So what happened? Oh, I feel a bit weird now. I think in the moment I was so swept up in the spirituality of it all. And then I no, woke up so back sweet. cynical me and went, oh, no, I read it. It was, was like, sweet, this right? is so incredibly sweet. Okay, so I'll give you the short version. because I. It's so, on her Twitter if you want to read the whole journey. It's on my Twitter. <laughs> so I get in this Uber and I'm so I'm I'm in L.A. sort of having a bit of a some me time. You're doing some eat, pray, love shit right now. Some eat, pray, love shit. I'm kind of trying to, you know, find myself and relax and see friends and do all those nice things for me because I kind of need that right now. Mm -hmm. And I have a day where part of it is like crying down the mother to the phone to my mother, not the mother to my phone. Yeah. Um, And uh, then I went for a very nice meeting with a lady at MGM and I was like, oh, I did that. That's the thing I did. And then I get in an Uber and I'm feeling all kind of mixed feelings. And Mm -hmm. and I say to him, uh, have you had a good day? He says, every day is a good day. And I'm like, wow, what's that like? (laughs) And he immediately starts laughing. He's like, well, you know, I came here. I came here from the Caribbean and he has this beautiful Caribbean accent, which I will obviously not attempt to do as an Irish woman. Uh Um, But, um, (laughs) oh, it's such a lovely accent. And he's like, yeah, I came here from Caribbean and I'm basically working around the world and I'm trying to earn money because I want to build bungalows in the mountains back home on my island. And I'm like, "Wow, wow, my island. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. Bungalows, plural, by the way. I'm like, yeah. great. So that's that's great. And we get talking and he's like, yeah, we came, we, I, I came here, you know, knowing that uh, some days will be good and some days will be bad. And then by the end of it, they'd, they'd all be good. And that's the plan. Yeah. And I went, yeah, same. And he's like, oh, you're you're joking. You're taking the piss out of me. I'm like, I'm not. Honestly, that's the same. I came here knowing some days would be good and bad. And then I want them to be all good by the time I leave. And he's like, wow, well, what's going on? So I'm telling him a little bit about my life. I've gone right. to a breakup and I'm kind of trying to find myself again and just, you know, stand on my own two feet and all this. And he's just so lovely about it. And then just starts dispensing life advice. But a little <laughs> bit like that scene in Meet Joe Black, even though it's a shit film, right? I'll stand here and I will say that right now. Okay. But there's Never this scene where he meets this Jamaican lady and she's just like this spirit guide. And she starts saying stuff that's just so like intuitive. And right. we don't know why, but it's a bit like that. Um, good scene, shit movie. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And he's just telling me all about you know, what I got to do, what I got to do for me. And I need to go talk to the ocean. I need to reconnect with the ocean. I'm like, yeah, because I'm from Dublin and I grew up near the ocean. It's so weird being away from it for me. I I need to reconnect. Uh And he's like, yeah, you just go down the beach. You just tell the ocean everything. It'll take it and it'll bring it back to you if you need it. And and you got to stop looking for things. You know, they'll never come if you keep looking for them. And he's telling me all this stuff. And I'm like, this is amazing. And out of nowhere, out of nowhere, he goes, you're going to write a book. (gasps) And I'm like, I am writing a book. Yes, I am. It's about love. And he said, yeah, yeah, but no. It should be about falling out of love. Wow. And I said, it's called out of love. No No way. And it is about that. And he's like, yeah, I sense that from you. You've got this, like, you've got, you've tapped into this, like, grief thing. And I think you should tell people, but it should be for people to learn from and they should get something from it. And they should understand that you can go through it and you can be okay. And I'm like, Yep, I mean that's that's what it is, and it's and like, like, are wow. you my book agent? What is now? happening? <laughs> are you my book agent or like my bush doctor? Like, right. what's <laughs> happening? And then we start joking about the bush doctor thing, and he's like, well, maybe that's what I am. Maybe I'm a spirit guide, whatever. And it's just the most incredible journey, like literally wow. journey. And then he drops me off, and I'm like getting out the car, and he's like, everything's gonna be all right. Ah! 
you go, you won't be all right. And I'm like, uh, oh my god, I feel like I actually am. Thank you. His I name know, like, is Raymond, by the way. Raymond Bartlett. He was thirteen living, stars. Thirteen <laughs> stars to you, Mr. Raymond Bartlett. He 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 does. Apparently, he's a street philosopher down on Venice Beach. He did this in I Leicester that Square was in London a, job. a while ago. A street philosopher. He was a street philosopher. That's what he says. Uh, he was in London a while back. I was like, I probably passed you in Leicester Square and didn't even know. Wow. Um, yeah. And so I, I he gave me his number. He didn't ask for mine, but he was like, you take my number if you need anything in LA or if you're on Venice Beach, you let me know. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. It's insane. Isn't this the most insane thing? And I left yeah. and he's like beeping like, bye, and we're waiting. And uh, people around us must have been like, oh, that's her all long lost friend, Raymond, who she knows really well. Sure. I but did not. That's, I mean, wow. I, what the hell? I'm a sucker for the universe uh, and like coincidences yeah. being kind of meaningful sort of scenario. And so moments like that, it's like, it's hard to ignore it that that's yeah. like. It um, felt very serendipitous. It yeah. felt like to connect with someone over having grown up near the ocean and talk about that and then get into everything else just felt yeah. like I needed to meet you right now yeah there's I've, a reason that I've this left is happening this encounter a little lighter and feeling a bit better and you know whatever that is right whatever you want to call it it's it's turned out well so but I'll it's also like it. it's great for you to be like present and acknowledging that this is like a moment that is meaningful to me even if yeah. this man has the same conversation with every single person he picks up <laughs> and, you know and it just happened to resonate with me that's fine. good for him that's the service he provides but it's like yeah. yeah it's one of those weird things where you're like I can't deny that this is so <laughs> specific so to specific me. and look there's something about I think there's something about traveling as well and that's why I did this that's why I came here because I there's something as well about people who come from small towns and small mm-hmm. places where we just fucking talk to anyone. Sure. And so there's something about striking up a conversation with a complete stranger. And, you know, yeah, okay, nine times out of ten, someone might be an asshole. But it's those little, you know, it's those one in ten encounters mm-hmm. where someone's just really interesting and totally worth talking to. and. Yeah so worth your time and yeah it's, yeah it was, it was it was really great so I'm, i i am that kind of person who just talks to anyone but but that's yeah. so cool uh read more about it in hazel's upcoming book uh <laughs> should i put right i should i should you have to dedicate man- it to raymond oh my god i need to do that now. at least put him in the acknowledgements I for sure also i gotta yeah. see your uber receipts and find out who this person is so i know if i call an uber that i can expect i well i can give you his number if you'd oh, like oh my god he's perfect he um, will show up when you're ready to receive him. I know. That's what I feel like. It's not. <laughs> My friend Kaylee was like, you'll be at the book signing and he'll just appear at the back of the room. And then when you go to look, he'll be gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, what happened to the man that was back here? What man? What man? There was never a man. There was a man with dreadlocks. He was here. No. Hey. What's that John Travolta movie? Angel? Or Michael. 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 Yeah. Is it? Or yeah, yeah, he's Michael. an angel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. Michael. Is that what that's about? Yeah. It might have been that. It might have been John Travolta driving the car. No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I only saw I'm in the rear view. <laughs> uh, okay, Ella Mayer wants to know best impulse buy and worst impulse buy. Oh, great. Do you do the, I get a little tipsy and I go on Amazon and I see oh, what happens. That's it. Well, you've just actually reminded me of something. Thank you. Because yep. the answer would have been shit otherwise. <laughs> um, I sometimes, when I'm high. <laughs> uh-huh, go on. Buy myself things online and forget. Treat yourself, yeah. As a little gifts to future hazel mm-hmm. oh yeah i say these are remember. treasures from my previous self <laughs> yeah. that show up that i'm yeah. like ooh, what did what did i grace get? get me this time <laughs> i do this a lot it's usually pajamas yeah i got two boxes of tampons yesterday that i was like good job <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they're very practical sometimes yeah. it's like detergent yeah yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> but yeah a lot of the time i go by myself pajamas online pajamas when, when I am high <laughs> and then they turn up you're like I, but I surprised. get the rationale of like I want to be comfortable how do I get more comfortable right now yeah pajamas that's I what got a really do. nice set with palm trees on 
Oh. Yeah. Sober Hazel would not have chosen <laughs> the palm tree pajamas. You're manifesting Los Angeles. I guess. Um, okay. Uh, Babe Relis wants to know, what is something that you could never picture yourself doing? A marathon. Oh. Physically. Anything, anything physical. We talked about the <laughs> astronaut situation. Um, anything involving exerting physical energy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or being sweaty or tired. Totally, <laughs> except fair. maybe for sex. I'll take that out of it. Every, all the other. So things. that's your cardio. That's, that's my cardio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. Wait, where did this go? Someone wanted to know what do you want to end in 2018? Ooh, great question. What's something that you? Oh yeah, what is one thing you want to end? This is from Maltezer24. Oh, what is one thing you want to end in 2018? Like in a split second, 20 very dark answers just came out. Like the slideshow. Don't do it. Filter, 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 filter. <laughs> Humanity. You know, like just oh, yeah. the world. Existence. I get it. Pain. Pain. <laughs> we'll take that. I think that's a very uh, relatable answer. Yeah, maybe that. No, no more pain. Please. No more pain. If I had if I had that question, I would say the uh, the the just the the pure black and white argument people on the internet who are just like, I disagree with you. Therefore, you are a terrible human being. Well, I disagree with you. Therefore, you are a demon. I yeah. disagree with you. Therefore, I really you are- like those people. I really feel like they keep me in check. Really? <laughs> yeah. Do you like the pure black and white? I think they're great. I think when I'm trying to talk about women's issues and someone reminds me that not all men are awful, it's really helpful to me. Oh, I see. You're being I'm, sarcastic. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, now I get it. Long? Dry, how dry, long? that dry wit. Yeah, no, they can all fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, yep. It's, it's just people helpful. who seem incapable of having like a complex thought in their brain. It's nuance. Just wear they me, they just don't wear me out. Context or nuance. Yes. It has to be one or the other. There's no mm-hmm. gray area. Yeah. Yeah, and idiot. it just makes me so exhausted. And there's also yeah. no opportunity for education, which yeah. is the bummer to me. That yeah. it's like, uh, my opinion is this, but we can have a conversation about it. And this mm-hmm. could be an educational thing on both sides. Yeah. Um, empathy, compassion, fun feelings. Yes. Uh, you love music and you also sing, which I didn't realize. I do do that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. When did, I mean, are you leaning into this more? No. No. In okay. the shower. Yeah. <laughs> so something but, you do as a hobby. Yeah, I like to say I'm not a singer. I would not describe myself Yet. as a singer. Yet. Um, I can sing. Well, you live with Dodie. I live with Dodie, which is wonderful and beautiful. And hearing her come up with new melodies and riffs and like seeing a song progress from the beginning to the end is, is such a lovely thing. And then to then stand also, in an audience and watch her perform. Yeah, it. you guys, the one thing that's so beautiful about your friendship is how genuinely supportive you are of each mm-hmm. other. It's really just like so fun to see on social media that you guys really truly think the world of each other and it shows in like a just an authentic way i really do i mean she yeah. better not come after films that's a whole other story <laughs> <laughs> as soon as she starts directing i'm like, that um, bitch down i'm gonna now i'm recording an ep get ready here it yeah. comes <laughs> uh, but no we are like i truly do completely support and, and it's such a lovely environment where we come out and we're like you know we pop into the living room and go i just written this thing or i just want to share yeah. this with you or what do you think of this and it's, that's it's nice. great yeah she's just wonderful and it's such a weird unlikely pair of people she's like she's 10 years younger than me oh wow and just and she came into it all like lovely fairy happy dodie mm-hmm. and i'm like crazy wine cynical aunt bitch hazel <laughs> and everyone's like don't ruin her please but, <laughs> a, but there has to be a mutual learning curve for both of there you there massively is and i think she widens my eyes slightly right. to the world and there's that kind of like 
the fun element to her and that being just silly around each other. Right. And I think she opens me up in terms of like, just I think letting go of inhibitions a bit. I'm quite yeah. like, I grew up in Catholic Ireland. So I'm like, right. even in terms of privacy, like I don't walk around in my pants or anything. And, you know, and now yeah. I'm starting to do that. It's stupid little things, but things that I just feel comfortable with her doing. Yeah. Now. Um, and yeah, I think she's, oh dear, she's hardening slightly. She's um, a hard, oh no, she's, she's learning. She's growing. She's growing. She did. She said, we talked about this last night and, and I was like, I hope I'm not breaking you. Cause she was like, I see why you are the way you are. And I see why you put up walls and I see why you protect yourself. Cause people, you know, hurt you. And I yeah. was like, yeah, but I'm, t- I've got 10 years of shit on you. And she's and that's growing what up, hardens you. And she's growing up in a totally different environment yeah. that, of YouTube and the, mm-hmm. the digital space than any of us grew up at her age. Oh, massively. Yeah. I feel so protective of her. Right. She's this beautiful little soul and she has so many people looking up to her and expecting something from her. And And she's learning about the world in her real time too. And so she's, doesn't owe anyone lot. any you know like guidance because no. she's trying to learn too but she's trying she's trying to teach along the way so yeah i i, I have massive massive respect for that girl she's wonderful i don't know what the question was again well no but, it's uh, <laughs> leading to the question which is from claudia 9g uh how do how do you fit your passion for music in your daily life oh interesting yeah. um so, and again, this is something I was explaining to a friend recently. I have a little tattoo of a treble clef on my foot, oh, fun. which I got when I was in New York years and years ago. Once again, had gone through a breakup. Breakups are, by the way, very formative times in your life. You learn a lot about yourself. You realize who you are as a you person. You really do. Yeah. You, you sort of, you sink or swim. And if, yeah. if you swim, you realize how much stronger you are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had, I had been in an eight year relationship and I'd actually been like engaged to be married and wow. it was a lot and I left and I kind of got my shit together. But I went and I got this tattoo because I realized in the wake of the breakup, I hadn't been singing. I couldn't listen to music. I could not listen to music. Well, I was because going to evoke too many it's emotions. Just too much. It's, yeah. I just, I feel so much when I listen to any kind mm-hmm. of music that I just couldn't do it. Um, and that kind of happened this time around as well, where I was just tr- commuting with headphones in, but no music on. Right. And it's, it's, it's <laughs> the way I realized that I'm healing is first I can listen to, I have a playlist on Spotify called In Case of Emergency, <laughs> which you're all welcome to. That's really funny. It's, Hardcore. I go straight to Rage Against the Machine, killing in the name of. That's my go-to song. But that's. I mean, <laughs> if this is a, a helpful resource for anyone out there, I've it's a great. Had a test. few tweets from people saying it's got them through a day. That's so great. It's good. It gets you in the morning. You get your face on. You get out there and you live your day, and it helps you to do that. It yeah. kind of peps your step a little. So I have that playlist, and then I graduate to hashtag New Woman, <laughs> which is so all female, like empowering songs that's amazing (laughs) and then and then I can go kind of segue then into like my slightly calmer smoother (laughs) playlists and the sadder songs and eventually I can listen to Joni Mitchell and not have a breakdown (laughs) and this is my journey through every single heartbreak or or grief or anything that I go through when I'm in a there's five stages of grief so Joni Mitchell (laughs) is your fifth stage if you can listen to Joni Mitchell and not have to call an ambulance then you're safe you're all good Um, yeah so so music really doesn't mean a lot to me and I I'm like a sponge and I feel it a lot Mm -hmm. so that's why I got that tattoo was to remind me I was like oh I'm listening to music again that must mean that I'm kind of healing yeah and so every time I go through anything that's or or I'm in a depressive uh episode or whatever I notice that I'm not listening to music and that's the first thing that I have to set right so in answer to the question I 
do have a passion for music. I slightly dabble with piano when Dodie's not home. Oh, <laughs> I go in and so play fun. with the keyboard a little bit, but I don't I don't ever really put it on YouTube and I very rarely put up singing song, songs on YouTube because I, I don't think I'm a singer. I don't really like to hear my voice back, but I, but I enjoy more, doing it. Yeah, it's for you. Yeah, it's it's, it's fine. I, it's, I enjoy, like I'm in the shower just belting out power ballads and that's God, fine for see, me. See, I enough. wish. It, that's like when I see uh, music, we talked about this a lot, yeah. that like I can't sing and it's one of those things that like, like when someone can sing, I'm just so in awe of it mm-hmm. because it's like you can't learn how to sing. You know, you can't like take a class. You can take a class to get better at kind of singing. But yeah, but it's you're either not, there or right. And that's yeah. always blown my mind since I was born that it's like you either have this or you do not have mm-hmm. this. This is so bizarre. And so when people have it, I'm like, they're magic. <laughs> I'm like that with dancing. Oh, I yeah. Same. Same with dance. dancing. Yeah. yeah. And when I see someone move in a certain way, I'm like, oh, God, I wish I could do that. Yeah. I watch a- dance videos on Instagram like crazy that yeah. all my recommended videos are just dance videos because they're so empowering to me because I mm-hmm. can't do it but like the vicariousness of like living through them doing it is enough oh like, yeah I, need to watch this. I wish I could move I, I do <laughs> I, I do enjoy singing but I I just am incapable of moving my body yeah I have no coordination I did a ballet yeah. class so it didn't end well really uh really quick and this might be a bigger question but we're just gonna keep it um Yes, I'm rambling so much. No, this is fantastic. I wish we had like (laughs) 6,000 hours with you right now because I'm like, I've only hit the tip of the iceberg. We're going to get drunk next week and talk about more things. This podcast will probably come out after these said quote videos that we will shoot next week (gasps) come out. Fabulous. Um, But this is your gauge if you're listening to the podcast to see if those videos actually happen. (laughs) (laughs) Did we just get drunk and not film? Right, because there is such an excitement just to hang out and drink and and then the work part comes afterwards, yeah. but we'll see what happens. Here's hoping. Um, so go check out our YouTube channels to see what happened. Um, someone, uh, it's Care BTW wants to know. Ask Hazel what her best coping strategies are for dealing with anxiety. And you mentioned that, uh, and I deal with anxiety. I think it's like a very common mm-hmm. issue in a lot of, um, especially millennials, that the way that we operate online especially and balancing our real world life with digital life creates a lot of anxiety that's new nuanced and it's unfamiliar for people to figure out how to deal with have you figured out like quick coping mechanisms for yourself (laughs) easier said than done always yeah some sometimes it depends on the severity of the attack but a lot of the time I can kind of stop it from escalating to Mm -hmm. the worst place it could be so I think that's a lot of it is is recognizing that you're not you're never going to make the anxiety go away. It's right. it, the attack is a symptom of a deeper problem. So it's like living with something like diabetes where, you know, you're going to have it forever, but you're going to need to hmm. do injections every day. Like you need to manage it. Right. So you need to take care of yourself. You need to make sure. I think the biggest thing for me is getting enough sleep. If oh. I've, if I'm really, really tired, um, I'm immediately less capable of dealing with it if I do have an attack. Sure. Um, so that's something just keep on top of that and taking care of yourself and making sure you're like genuinely like just taking vitamins and eating good food for you. Yeah, all these standard self-care. things. Self-care. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that really, really does make a difference with me. And having a space that I can come back to and nest. I always talk about that. I, I like to nest. So having a mm-hmm. safe, warm, comfy space where your friends can be and sort of 
knowing who to let into that space and knowing when you need to see the big group of friends and hang out and get drunk or when maybe tonight is just for you and one friend and you need yeah. to and knowing your limits and saying no to things sometimes if you don't want to do them so and just really checking in with completely yourself completely just being more self-aware and checking in and I think I think yeah like I've I've done therapy I've done CBT I would highly recommend it for anyone with anxiety I think mm-hmm. make the distinction first of all between are you anxious or do you have anxiety because right. those are two different like to have the emotion to be anxious is quite normal right but to actually have an anxiety disorder where it's debilitating or it Mm -hmm. gets in the way of your life is a different story so um cbt is cognitive behavioral therapy it teaches you a lot of coping mechanisms um a lot of it is like homework it's writing stuff down about what you're thinking and feeling when the attacks happen finding your triggers dealing with those so Mm -hmm. it's it's a very practical way of dealing with it so i I would recommend that to absolutely anybody and then that's kind of what's helped me through in the harder moments but a lot of it to be honest is reaching out to somebody i'd say that's probably my number one thing yeah i feel like there's um, I always picture anxiety as this like weird balloon that's inflating in your head. And as soon as you say it to someone else, it lets the air yeah. out of it in a way. Like as soon as you admit or con- yeah. cons- uh, confide in someone else, then it like diffuses this thing that's about to pop in your head it's like when you have a horrible nightmare Mm -hmm. and it has so much power over you in the middle of the night in the dark but if you turn to somebody and you say oh there was this monster chasing me and then and it sounds ridiculous fisher was there but she (laughs) had black hair and you know and then you're like oh this is silly right and a lot of the time the thoughts are silly my therapist used to say to me all the time i'd get so caught up in my head and she'd stop me and go hazel are you a banana and i'd go (laughs) no and she'd be like okay well if your brain told you you were a banana would you believe it and i'd be like no, because I'm not a fucking banana. <laughs> and initially, obviously, I'm like, she's a quack. But she's like, okay, well, your brain is telling you you're not good enough. You're alone. You're a failure. No one loves you. They're going to leave you. Blah, blah, blah. It tells you all these things. But wow. does that mean it's true? And I was like, wow, that's oh. huge. No, it doesn't mean it's just, just it's just thoughts. And They're not like, real. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, you're a professional and you know what you're you doing. Know what you're doing. And this know. is really good advice. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm not, I'm not a banana, <laughs> nor am I alone or a failure or not good enough or abandoned or wow. any of those things. But yeah, you just have to distinguish between what is you and what is a thought. Wow. They're very different things. And yeah, reach out to somebody. And if you do find yourself in the midst of a really, really bad attack, the best thing that I can do is talk to somebody and just have them either just hold me or sit with me mm-hmm. or calm me down or tell me that it's not real or whatever. But yeah, yeah I need that. That's awesome. A lot. That's great advice. Um, to uh, to lighten things really quickly, <laughs> this is a great question because I'm actually I'm actually really curious about this. Daniel J. Layton wants to know uh, what's your favorite Janet Jackson song. I hate him. I can't believe he did this. <laughs> Who? What? Why? I told him not to do it. He knows I only know one song. About Janet Jackson. He knows this. Oh, wait. He- yeah. You responded. Sorry, I forgot that you responded. Stop this. Uh, and then he responded, it's a fair question, Hazel. <laughs> to which I responded, you know, I only know one song, Dan. Um, Answer the question. Together again, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's perfect. Um, what a way to end it. Hazel, we are reaching the end of the podcast. One, thank oh, you so much for being here. It's been so fun. Me. Uh, the gift that we give every guest for being on the podcast now is a fortune cookie that's tailored thank especially you. for you. Thank you. So you can read your fortune out loud on the podcast and let the world know what the universe wants from okay. you in Did your Raymond life. Did Raymond have anything to do with the... I will find out. Okay. Let's find out. It's, has this actually been tailored for me or is it just mm-hmm. a fortune cookie from a place? Okay. It says, lucky numbers. Got some lucky numbers. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> it says, you will enjoy your time on Not Too Deep so much 
that you will decide to stay in the US and hang out with Grace frequently and eventually become the president we all deserve. Yep. <laughs> wow. Not the one we need right now. No. Nope. It uh, doesn't say it on it, but <laughs> wow. Yeah, weird that, that the universe wants you. I mean, that might have been the Ooh. Caribbean guy who wrote that. I better get busy. I guess, if I First, you got to be born here. I would happily uh, be president of the world and rule. Yeah, you all. we got to get you a visa. We got to work this out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I've been taking names just so everyone knows. So when I do rule, there's a list. <laughs> There is a list. So. Uh, well, that's a sweetly threatening thing to end on. <laughs> hey, oh so my. where can people find you online if they don't know already? Where they can they find can everything go you do? YouTube.com forward slash Hazel. Mm-hmm. I am the Hazel Hayes on Twitter and Insta. And you will find a slightly sweeter version of me on Instagram than you will on Twitter. <laughs> but is all also, I have to say. <laughs> uh, mark it in all of your notes and calendars because Hazel's doing great things this year and it's very exciting. I'm so like, I'm just so pumped to see what you produce this year. So am I. Someone yeah. pay me to make a thing, please. There we go. Uh, <laughs> with that, we'll see you guys. Thank you so much. Of Grace. course. Thank you for making time. This was thank so fun. You. Again, look to see if we made videos. Who knows at this <laughs> point? Uh, but we'll see you guys uh, on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. It was Grace Helbig. Not too deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Producer Melissa D. Mons. With writing by Diane Kang. Production assistance by Jenny Stringfellow. Audio support by Chris Henry. Editing by Melissa D. Mons. And an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music. Music.